Hello. Hello. I'm Tally. I'm Adrian. And this is Bite Size Podcast, a show where we give you big ideas bite sized. They're little but big. But also big. <laughs> Especially in terms of conspiracy, alien conspiracy. In fact, a conspiracy so big, no one knew it existed for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, shit's weird, guys. It just keeps getting weirder and. That's what it's going to keep doing, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just going to continue to get very, very strange for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can't tell, today we're talking about Area 51. Yeah. But first, have you been, man? I am good. Oh, for those of you who listen regularly, we are in the same room again. <laughs> yeah! It only happens every so often, but... <sighs> It's happening now. <laughs> yeah, here we're, and it's the first time we're recording in the morning. It is 9.02 a.m. on a Saturday. <laughs> There's a whole pot of coffee sitting in between us. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, and this is the first time that the room is almost a comfortable temperature. Yeah, a comfortable temperature. Like, it could be cooler, yeah. but like I'm not like mad about the right. temperature that it is right now. Because <laughs> it was terrible yeah. last night. It's been so, okay, so I'm obviously I'm living in the Grand Tetons this summer, and it hasn't been above 80 degrees more than four times. Shit. It's been so fucking cold. Like, legitimately cold. Like, I don't want to be outside <laughs> cold. Like, it's fucking freezing outside. Oh, Which is weird. Yeah. Because it's July mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, and then it was crazy because I was driving up here and, like, you know, you get over a mountain pass and then all of a sudden it's, like, 90 degrees It's blazing hot. Yeah. And I had to, like... Adventures in vintage car ownership. I had to have oh, my shit. feet on full blast halfway <laughs> half the way through Wyoming because like I saw my like it didn't overheat at any time, like and it like went the same speed the entire way here and like it didn't have any problems. But I was watching the temperature gauge like start to go up and so I was like, Nope, not even get a chance that like nope. roll my windows down <laughs> full blast. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> this is a great time. I love that for me. Yeah, it was like ninety degrees still at like seven thirty last night. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The it didn't break until almost eight thirty. Yeah, because my dog like he likes being outside. Right, and he kept like ringing his bell to go outside, and then like just shriveling. <laughs> right, <laughs> I told you it's hot outside. Yeah, it's pretty hot, dude. I'm trying to look out for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're very furry. Yeah, he does like the hose though, so I like. I, like, spray him, and then he, like, tries to bite it, and it's mm-hmm. fun, because I do it like a laser pointer, like, moving across, and he's, like, <laughs> ah. chasing it. He gets, like, a mouthful of, like, weeds. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cute. He's That's, a dork. <laughs> that, seems, that seems adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking weather, man. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna talk about some weather <laughs> shit, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We will definitely oh, This is some foreshadowing. <laughs> right. Uh, Yeah. But, uh, I guess, um, I haven't really been doing much. Yeah, I've just been working. I, um, I did go hike. Um, it's not even really a hike, but it's off the road, and it's something that I've never seen before from working in the park or being in the park, um, and something that I don't think is, like, super advertised unless you, like, go looking for it. So the company that I work for is doing this, like, massive scavenger hunt, with, like, a bunch of different prizes throughout the season, and then also, like, a $1,000 grand prize. And I, like, me and all the the park homies, like, we have, like, a team, a group, and <laughs> we've been, like, pretty on it nice. about, like, completing challenges. And um, so we went and we 
we went to this place called uh, the Geraldine Lucas Fabian Homestead. Um, that just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. But Geraldine Lucas was the second woman to cr- climb the Grand Teton, and she did it after retiring in, um, like, the 20s. Um, so she, as a woman in, like, the 1800s and the, the early 20s, divorced her husband and as a single mother went back to college and then retired in Jackson Hole and built a cabin with her bare hands and then climbed bare hands bare hands the ones she got from fighting a bear (laughs) (coughs) so she she built a cabin by herself um and like an entire like she cultivated a property and then when she was 58 she climbed the Grand Teton that's dope I feel this is a role model for you. Yeah, dude. I didn't even know she existed until like she's four like, days ago. Like, she's the coolest fucking woman on the face look of the planet. And see if you're related to her. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I wonder. Because, I don't know, she's cool as hell. That's yeah, like that's super, super cool. fucking sick. Yeah. Like, especially back in those days. Like, if you were like a divorced woman, like, you were pretty shunned, you know, right. just in yeah. general, but, like, to do all this awesome, crazy, badass shit, like, yeah, fuck yeah. Dope. Yeah. Yeah, let's look at a picture of her later and do, like, a yeah face analysis. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Cool. I like it. Um, my burlesque troupe is practicing again. Nice. Yeah, we did meet for the first time this last Monday. Hell yeah. Yeah, so we're doing that. Um, and we're going camping this weekend. As soon as we're done here, we're... Yeah, leaving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I'm sorry. Fuck a firework show. We're right. going we're just to the woods. We're just going to go in the woods far away. <laughs> yeah. But I'm excited because, like, Augie really likes the water, mm-hmm. but he hasn't been, like, in deep enough water to swim. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take him to the lake with his little life jacket. Okay. Yeah. Oh my I saw that he was super prepared and ready yeah. for that. So he, we, we were gonna take the canoe out, but we didn't get a good. We got a land test in, but I want to take him to like Canyon Lake or something first before we take go. him out into the middle of the body of water. Yeah, <laughs> with probably hundreds of people. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just gonna swim this weekend. But he. I, I trained him how to jump in and out of the canoe in, like, three minutes. He's so fucking smart. It's stupid. Aw, cute. But it's adorable. I, I can him. say, in, and then he jumps in and immediately plants his butt. And then I shove his face full of treats. <laughs> <laughs> good job. I'm doing so good. Yeah. So, yeah, he's ready. He's so stoked. He doesn't know. <laughs> right. I'm ready. I'm so stoked. I'm ready. I'm stoked. Yeah. Uh, Mom yeah. life. That's, uh, that's what's going on. Yeah. That's it. So, we are on episode three of season three. Yeah. It's like a golden episode. It is, right? <laughs> yeah, episode three of season three. I don't know how many episodes that makes, but Who it's knows, like a you know? decent amount. <laughs> I yeah. feel like we're getting there. Over a dozen. Yeah, yeah. It was like six episodes a season, two seasons, three, twelve. Yeah, one, two. Three. We're up there. There's like fifteen episodes. We're almost <laughs> professionals. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We get like, half to minutes getting better. It's getting yeah. Better all the time. Know, we're just we're just out here learning. Yeah. Learning, researching, recording. learning, researching, finding out some weird shit. Yeah. So let's tell you about it. Yeah. Let's talk about Area Fifty One. Yeah. 
So Area 51 is a super classified U.S. Air Force facility in Nevada. Um, its official name is the Homie Airport or Groom Lake, which I didn't know, <clears throat> right. honestly. It's also uh, referred to as Paradise Ranch. Yeah, but that's just a nickname. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not an official. Right. Um, but yeah, Groom Lake is <clears throat> a salt flat near it. Yeah. Um, which makes sense for the region it's in. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, and the whole place is just shrouded in mystery, and not a lot of its operations are publicly known. And the Air Force says it's a training range for developing and testing experimental aircraft and weapons, um, which really just seems so convenient. <laughs> yeah. So, um, originally, the, the whole Groom Lake, that um, it started out as a nuclear test facility. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Groom Lake is a salt flat, but when you go out there, it's, like, as hard as concrete. <laughs> so they were dropping bombs on okay. it. Okay, yeah, because Groom Lake is kind of dried up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So... I'm going to do some ASMR coffee pour. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Join us in the morning. Um... But the reason why they chose the location for Area 51, supposedly, if, you know, the government's telling the truth, which, yeah, Who, I don't know. Who's to say? Who's, <laughs> who's to, to say? say? <laughs> um, is because it was already conveniently located right next to a nuclear test facility where all of that airspace was already right. owned by which the U.S. government. Which also does make sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. There convenient. you go. Yeah. It's all convenient. CIA spooks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the base was acquired in 1955, um, but the CIA didn't publicly acknowledge that it even existed until 2013, um, which is fucking crazy to me. <laughs> right. I just, I feel like they can't be too terribly good at keeping a secret if people have known about it this entire yeah. time. What you the know? hell? Um, just yeah. like gaslighting <laughs> by the United States government. Yeah. Do you wanna, crazy. It didn't do happen. you want to tell the story of how it, they finally had to acknowledge it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, of course, someone did cite uh, or request a citing from the Freedom of Information Act um, that provided information on the uh, Lockheed-developed U-2 spy plane, which was a spy plane that was created to fly much higher <coughs> excuse me, than any other spy plane. Obviously, this was spy planes, too. They fly really, really yeah. high yeah. to evade <laughs> Soviet radar detection. Um, and so I think at that time, commercial aircraft flow, uh, flew at, like, 30,000 feet, um, or something similar in that region, and the U-2 spy plane flew at 70,000 feet. Um, so secret. So yeah. stealthy. <laughs> so stealth. <laughs> um, however, the U-2 spy plane uh, was shot down and captured with the United States operative in the spy plane. So, like, oh, cool. didn't really work super well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so information about that spy plane was requested, and that was actually how the, you know, CIA was... They had to acknowledge that it existed. But previous to that, because of all of this stealth stuff, um, they had different kinds of, like, paints that were supposed to, like, you know, deflect radar detection, things like that. They had all of these, like, really crazy hazardous materials. <clears throat> well, Area 51 decided to set a bunch of it on fire <laughs> in, like, pits. As you do. Yeah, really close to their employees. Cool. Yeah, super dope. <laughs> so, like, you know, people started getting, like, really sick and, like, having cancer and shit because, like, they were, like, constantly exposed to these fumes. Um, and eventually one of the steelworkers working at Area 51 
what he did pass away. And he had like high radiation, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so he passed away. Uh, this and means then, high radiation, by the way. Yeah. Gesturing to the torso <laughs> on the sides. Yes. The hand very, flapping at your torso. Hand flapping at your torso. High radiation. It's the international sign. Um, but. So he ended up passing away and all of his fellow employees launched a law and his wife launched a lawsuit against the United States government for what was happening. Just just so that they would know what they were being, you know, exposed to so right. that they could be treated because doctors were like, and that's scary we have fun. no fucking idea. Like you're, you're literally glowing. Like yeah. we don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, you're either really healthy or really sick. <laughs> right. One of the two. You look like a pregnant woman. <laughs> And not necessarily in a good yeah. way. Um, yeah, so when they went to court for all of this, um, because the CIA had just denied and denied and denied, like, that place doesn't exist, that place doesn't exist, that place doesn't exist. Um, essentially, they couldn't gain any ground with the case um, because they were like, well, you can't prove that this place actually exists or that you work there, like... It's just, and even if you can, and then they did find like one safety manual that was like, like proved its existence, but they were like, there's not enough like evidence and it's was too it an secret. Was manual? <laughs> 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 um, but, um, even after that was provided, that was the only evidence they had. The CIA like redacted everything. Like imagine being a lawyer and like going in to like do all this research, being given access to these files, and then just being like handed like a sheet of paper with just black lines. Yeah, I'd be so fucking pissed. I'd yeah. be like, Are you fucking kidding me, yeah. you guys. And so of course I would it, just eat it. Yeah, dude, just <laughs> <laughs> spit it at the guard in the records room. Like you're part of the problem. Man. <laughs> just chew it up and then like make yourself puke it out onto their feet. <laughs> yeah, deal with this now. You can clean How's that, that mess for redacted. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the judge deemed that it was, it would reveal too many national secrets to force them to acknowledge the existence of this secret Air Force base that was burning fucking toxic chemicals right in there. And it was, like, downwind of the, like, or upwind of the facility. So, like, it was just blowing constantly. So the U.S. government is just the master at gaslighting. Right, yeah. No, literally, I feel like I was so excited about, like, all of, like, fun alien stuff that we were gonna learn yeah. about. And mainly, I Nothing just decided that it's just been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has been fun. It has been terrible. Um, yeah. So that was, yeah. so that was the reason why they had to push for the identification of Area 51. And now, you know, people, even though people have built an entire tourist industry around this yeah. place, um, in Rachel, which is the closest town, Rachel, Nevada, for those that don't know, and maybe listening in other countries, not that I, you know, want to assume, <laughs> but right. if, if we do have fans in other countries, um, so Area 51 is located in Southern Nevada, about 85 miles north of Las Vegas. Um, right next to a town called Rachel, Nevada, in the middle of the fucking There's desert. only, like, 54 people that live there. Yeah. Year-round. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds so shitty. Right. In I the would middle of the fucking literally desert. literally hate that. Yeah, it sounds like literally Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. But in real life. Right. I'm gonna check the suicide rate later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, uh, how we are able to officially know about Area 51. Um, so like Tally said, the, the Lockheed U-2 aircraft was, you know, the thing that, uh, people were curious about, but that was also 
the first project that happened at Area 51. Um, some other official projects that we do know about is um, Project Oxcart, mm-hmm. which was an anti-radar study project. Um, they also looked at aerodynamic structural testing and engineering designs, um, and that started in 59. Um, so this is when they started building more buildings and runways, and they expanded, and they um, they added more people. And that's where Paradise Ranch came from, because mm-hmm. people didn't want to live in the middle of nowhere, so they started calling it Paradise Ranch to be like, no, it's cool, and yeah, it's super great. But it's also like a commentary <laughs> on like how fucking shitty it is out yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they added like... <clears throat> movie theaters and stuff like that so the people the fucking air force did you know they do that with all their bases yeah it's dude. a requirement I lived of the united right next states to government one. that you have yeah. to have a fucking movie theater on yeah base. i had friends that lived on the base because we all went to the same high school but yeah. i couldn't like go over to their house without like being fucking cavity searched or yeah i've never is. been cavity searched yeah, i've never been cavity searched <laughs> by the united states government that i know of <laughs> who's to say <laughs> But yeah, they have like their own fucking bougie bowling alley. There was like a dope ass yeah. laser tag yeah, function dude. thing. It's fucking nuts. <sighs> they have that in like places like Afghanistan it's too. So weird. I didn't fucking know that. <laughs> it's uh, like an amusement park, but people live there and they can't leave. <laughs> right, exactly. Quick little kind of. So I dated um, this guy that was in the Air Force. Um, and he said when he first got over, I can't remember, I'm not going to say which base it is because I don't remember and I don't want to, you know, anyways, (laughs) I just had weirds about it. (laughs) So anyways, when he first got to Afghanistan, apparently they were building like a newer base and they like the, before the air force got there, the army was living in their dorms and like made like all these like super nice, like dorm buildings and like the movie theater and like all this stuff and like pretty much helped build the air force base and then when the air force got there they like kicked the army out and we're like okay go sleep in tents in afghanistan (laughs) you fuckers like deuces bitch that's (laughs) so stereotypical right no dude i was like that makes perfect sense yeah totally i get that that. i totally get that if it was the other way around i'd be like that's weird that's so strange so out of character any branches of the military i just thought it was funny given the stereotypical uh, infighting between the branches. Right, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Fun little side note. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, so back to Project Oxcart, um, they also expanded, like, the restriction of the airspace, so there was more air, I guess, that was... Right. (laughs) ...restricted, which just seems so bizarre to me, but I get it, I get it. Right. It just sounds funny. Yeah. Um... And then in 62, the CIA facility there started housing a bunch of different kinds of aircrafts. I don't know shit about aircrafts, to be real. So I just wrote some names that are real aircrafts. Um, right. Like the F-101 Voodoos and the Shooting Stars, some helicopters, and Starfighters. Wow. <laughs> That's an impressive <laughs> I just was waiting for you to, like, say all of them, because I was like, wow. Like, if you didn't know what you were talking about, you'd be like, what the yeah. fuck are you guys talking I know, about? it's so weird. I love that they have names like that, though. Oh, yeah, It's absolutely. so fucking cool. It's just fun. It it's really fun. is. Um, I don't know what any of them look like, but I'm assuming they all have a vaguely same shape. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe kind of, like, could be mistaken for, like, a crescent. Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Disc shamed. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. At least in the front. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so the decades went on and there were more crafts being tested um, in and around Area 51, including some Soviet-built aircrafts um, because they would capture these foreign crafts and then they would try to steal their secrets. Um, So they would like, boop, take one and then they would put it in a secret place and they'd go... <laughs> whatever. Literally, that's what they did. Yeah. Everybody gathered around, all the scientists started chanting, and then the Soviet secrets were revealed. That's just exactly how it happened. Release the Soviet spirit. <laughs> right, exactly. Papa Stalin came out of the, you know, metal architecture itself with wide hands spread out. Yeah. It was like spilling secrets on the ground. My children. so yeah, that's literally how it's done so right <laughs> you can fact check us on that uh actually you can't because no one will ever know it's redacted <laughs> um but yeah they just kept so area 51 kept growing basically is what i'm trying to say mm. and um they even tried to take by try i mean they did <laughs> yeah, very quickly <laughs> and efficiently some, yeah they took some of the mountainous lands that were nearby um because from the top of the mountain, you could, like, look onto the facility, and they didn't want that. Yeah. And um, part of this land was owned by a family that had owned it since the 1870s, and they just stole it officially in 2015. They, yeah. like, have been fighting this family, and then finally they were just like... We're just gonna take it. Yeah. Actually, this is ours now. Yeah. Which is what the U.S. government does. <laughs> yeah, actually. Pretty, pretty so, solidly what they do. Uh, still, <clears throat> still doing it. Yeah, to this day. Or at least to 2015. Uh, <sighs> yeah. I'm sure it's still happening somewhere. Yeah, so there, yeah, I think that's, there's also, if that's not the same one, there was also, like, it's called, like, Freedom Ridge. Yeah. Yep. Which is, people would go out there with binoculars, and finally, the United States government just seized that land. Yeah. <laughs> and took that, because they don't want anybody to be able to see in with, like, binoculars. Right. So. Yeah, if you roll up to the... <clears throat> to Area 51 itself, you'll, like, eventually get up to, like, a gate, and there will be guards, and it has, like, signs that say, like, use of deadly force. Yeah. Like, uh, authorized. So like, all this stuff. Like, <clears throat> we'll post that you, on the Instagram. <laughs> right. Uh, when I told you, like, my dad was in that area and, like, kind of traveled through there, and, like, he's really big on aliens and stuff, but he went up to the gate and left very quickly. <laughs> Word. Because when two dudes with guns are like, please leave now. Very calmly. Like, you do. Okay, have a good right. day. Sounds good. Thank you for not killing me today. Right, goodbye. <laughs> have a wonderful evening. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so yeah, we bring all of these um, crafts and projects up because it's 100% possible that the UFO sightings around um, that area, especially in the 50s, um, were just planes being tested because people had never seen these things. Um, the boomerang UFO shape, the disc, um, people had been spotting that since the early forties and fifties and they do resemble the shape of a fighter. So, yeah. And if you don't know what you're looking at, it's something. Um, so I was actually listening to a podcast about area 51 very recently. Um, I believe it was not conspiracies. It was, oh man, stuff about things or something. Right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> right. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Um, no. What? Okay. 
Oh, how Area 51 works. And that was, like, one of their, like, main points about the sightings was, like, well, you know, if someone's never seen something that looks like this, then they're not gonna, you know, be right. able to identify... It's, it's gonna be an unidentified flying object, but, like, one of their things was, like, um, back when trains were, like, first invented <clears throat> and come out, like, people had no grasp or comparison of how fast they would go, so people would play on the train tracks and then get hit by trains because they didn't know they had to move away that quickly. Because right. it just was like, BOOM! Came out yeah. of Came out like know? a speeding train, almost. <laughs> like a freight train. <laughs> like a freight train. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's definitely like, if somebody looks up into the sky and sees something that's flying way fucking higher than a plane, but kind of looks like a plane, and way faster than a plane, but, you know, is kind of flying like a plane. Right. Like, yeah, it's easy to make the distinction of, like, that's not normal. And when yeah. the government's like, nope, nothing weird going yeah. on. Don't fucking know. Gas I've never seen it, so <laughs> you're probably just crazy. Yeah. Like, it definitely does not help the situation. No. Uh, so, yeah, keep that in mind as we move forward. Um, so, there are a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding Area 51. Like, so many. <laughs> Um, some of them don't even have anything to do with aliens. Um, right. And it's weird and great. Um, so many of these conspiracy theories, as you can imagine, are fed by how secretive the government is. Right. Um, because people will see these things, and then they're told that they didn't see these things, and then it kind of makes you go fucking crazy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's well documented. <laughs> yeah. Um, it doesn't help the conspiracy theories that... Area 51 was birthed just a few short years after the whole Roswell incident happened. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so people, you know, were already like, what the fuck is happening? And then this new secret place shows up that's not being talked about. And they're like, oh, well, this is where all the shit's being stored. And this yeah. is where all the um, the UFOs are being taken to being studied. Right. The official story was that they were doing cleanup for radioactive testing that had happened in during World War Two. Right. Yeah. It's not. I don't believe. I mean. I mean, maybe. But maybe. also, like you're burning shit in trenches, so probably not. <laughs> right. <laughs> probably not right. concerned about the environment. Um. Yeah. And there's been a lot of people that have come forward that worked there and have said like. I worked on UFOs, mm -hmm. but there's also been a lot of people that have come forward that said, I didn't work on <laughs> UFOs. Yeah. So there's this whole conflicting thing. I don't know. It's yeah. like, there's a group of people Just that are cognitive like, dissonance yeah, 100 they're, of the way. they're like 100%. This is what I saw. And we're going to get into some of that real quickly. Okay. Um, but just so you know, like there's. More than the people we're about to talk about that have come forward and said that they worked on UFOs or that they saw aliens, um, but there's just as many that have come forward and said none of that shit happened. But at the same time, this is also a facility that was so secretive that sometimes when people were working on spy planes, they were only allowed to work on one specific project, yeah. weren't told what they were working on, and were stuck in a room with no windows. Yeah. And if they did have to roll things out onto the runways, unless you were, like, essential personnel, you were ushered into a building with no windows, so you couldn't see what was going on. Right. So it's like, yeah, you, so may, <laughs> you may not have worked on UFOs, but, like, other people could have. <laughs> and you yeah. have no knowledge of that whatsoever no. because people don't want you to have knowledge yeah. of it. You know? Yeah. 
Um, so one of the most famous people that have come forward is Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. Um, he did a series of interviews, um, the first of which he was completely anonymous he went by the name dennis yeah denny yeah (laughs) um but then like very shortly after that first interview he was like no fuck it i'm out here my name's bob lazar this is my face (laughs) right he looks like stephen king kind of yeah he does dude like a whole lot like present day um yeah when i because uh he was on the joe rogan podcast recently so i like looked at that for a minute and i was like what the but okay, they're brothers, maybe. <laughs> right? You know, who knows? They're so you, similar. Are you from Maine? So. <laughs> um, so Bob Lazar, he claims that he worked at S four, which is related to Area fifty one. It's like fifty miles away, I think. Yeah, it's like more in like the mountainous area. Is what what he says. Yeah, nobody fucking knows. Right. <laughs> this is all words of Bob Lazar. Yeah. Um. So yeah. The way he kind of described S4 made it seem like it was more secret, because he said, um, like, people at Area 51 didn't even have security clearance to get into S4. Right. So it was, like, soup secret. Right. Um, And he says that he was hired to um, reverse engineer alien tech, amongst other things. Yeah. Um, Propulsion systems. Yeah. Yeah. And gravity testing and all kinds of fucking <laughs> elemental shit. <laughs> right, man. It's, it's crazy time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, during his, I watched one of his interviews. I didn't watch all eight. Um, but he, he did say that, um, he didn't see any aliens and, um, like in person, but he did say that he saw a photo of an alien from like the shoulders up. But it was, like, grainy, mm-hmm. and um, he did say that he saw maybe some alien organs mm-hmm. um, in this, in photos. Right. Um, but he, you know, he did say, like, I didn't, I didn't see any aliens, I didn't I interact with any aliens. Um, and um, he did mention that he was told a story, so this is secondhand even to him, that um, there was an information exchange program in 79 where live aliens were talking to Americans in this facility and um the story goes that the security personnel were like walking into the room and the they had like guns on them and supposedly if they were to walk into this room their bullets would explode and so the aliens were, like, trying to stop no, them. Homie. The aliens yeah. were trying to be homies. They were trying to help you. <laughs> and so they were trying to get him to not go in the room, and then, like, a skirmish broke out. Uh-huh. And then there was, like, people dead from head wounds. Yeah. Fine, bitch, don't listen to me, poke. <laughs> yeah. Like, done. Wow. Um, and I'm going to circle back to this. Okay. But this is what Bob Lazar said in his interview. So... That was, like I said, secondhand knowledge to him, um, but that was one of the things that he did go on record saying. Um, And then he did say that he worked on, um, like, some aircraft that had their own gravitational field, and that they had gravity amplifiers that he was testing out, and he worked with um, some time distortion devices, but they only distorted time for, like, a second, Mm -hmm. and then... Um, he did say that he worked on some alien elements, which he said was 
element 15. Um, 115. 115. Yeah. And um, that this element 115 was their alien fuel for their alien aircraft. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so his stories, like if you watch the interviews, they are like super detailed. Like he describes the facility. There's no hesitation. There's like, you know, it seems like he's actually recalling things Mm -hmm. he does admit when he doesn't know things Mm -hmm. um which is always a good sign to me that someone's not lying Mm -hmm. because they're not bullshitting things Mm -hmm. um he does utilize saying i don't know and his story has never changed right over the 30 years or whatever never changed right and he's taken several lie detector tests right and he's passed all of them right well the first one was inconclusive but all the other ones he passed. Right. Um, another fun note is 12 years after the interviews, element 115 was um, added to the periodic table. Yeah. And it's like a super heavy, uh, I think it's like a metal or something like that. Or yeah. it's like or it's something similar and it's like super fucking unstable. So there's no fucking way that it could be. Right. Alien fuel. Yeah. I mean, at least, well, his well, face was I'll get, yeah. yeah, I'll get into all the discrediting. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then, like I said, he was on the Joe Rogan show where he rehashed his same story. And there's a new Netflix documentary that came out in 2018 called Bob Lazar, Area 51, and Flying Saucers, right. which I have not watched. Yeah, I should. I, mean, I want to. Like, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. <laughs> so, yeah. So those are things that, um, you know make him sound credible right. that what was happening was real. Yeah. Um, but obviously there's going to be people that discredit him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so <Like> a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the colleges that he claims to have master's degrees and PhD degrees, they don't claim him at all. Yeah. Which is Caltech and MIT. Yeah. Which are the two of the most prestigious, uh, college universities in the entire world. Yeah. Not just like the country, but also like the world. Yeah. Um, you would think, <laughs> That someone would remember him attending yeah. these places. <laughs> on the other hand, on the conspiracy hand, if someone was making waves like this and citing your institution being as prestigious as you are, I'd probably say he wasn't from there too. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Who's, who's to say? At the same time, <laughs> everybody knows how much I like to talk about the CIA <laughs> disappearing people and being this, you know, ultimately an evil agency. For sure. Yeah. Um, there was a guy who is also a ufologist. I can't remember his name right now. Um, but he, like, went and, like, talked to these, like, professors for the classes that he should have been taken, like, during the time that he was supposed to be there. And they're like, nah, it doesn't ring a bell. And he's got a very, like, you would remember that man's face. Yeah. Like, you, and also Bob Lazar. Like, yeah. you would remember that name. Um... Also, when asked about where he attended colleges, he gave the name of a... He, he did a, attend a junior college in Boston. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and when asked about his professors at Caltech or MIT, he gave the name of a professor that worked at that junior college, stating okay, that he okay. worked at MIT. So... It's weird. Once we get done with this, like, I do want to circle back to Bob Lazar, because I have a theory that I've been thinking about. Oh my god. Since I've been doing this research. Cool. So, Dope. Anyways, cool. we'll go ahead. Um, also, some of his employment history can't be verified. Um, which, same thing. Yeah. 
That could be, that could definitely be the CIA. It was confirmed that he worked at a military the base. Los Alamos. Los Alamos. Yeah. yeah. So he worked at Los Alamos. Um, I guess he was like a radar health technician or, or uh, sorry, radiation health technician or something like that. Um, but that <laughs> isn't necessarily something that would require like a whole lot of security clearance. Yeah. Um, or, you know, skill. (laughs) I feel like, you know, when I think of that, I think maybe probably someone doing like health screenings, like in a machine or with that, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) I'm sweeping Adrian with a, with a wand, imaginary radiation wand right now. A Geiger wand. Um, yeah. Um, also... Polygraphs aren't super reliable. No, if you convince yourself that what mm-hmm. you're saying is true, that's really all it is. <laughs> it really that's all you have to. You just have to think that you're telling the truth. Yeah, you just you. Yeah, because they don't like detect <clears throat> lies. They just look at detect stress and, yeah. and things like that. Um, things that happen to you when you do lie. Right. Um, so yeah, like sociopaths can fake a lie detector test oh, super yeah. fucking easy. Oh, yeah. Um, also, I don't know how true this is or if it's true for all states, but their lie detector or polygraphs, um, aren't really used as evidence in yeah, courts of law. they're not admissible in court. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They can be used as supporting evidence, but it's not going to be right. something that it's not something concrete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there's an even deeper conspiracy theory that says Lazar was hired by the government um, to be put in these situations specifically so he would stir up a narrative for people to believe so it would throw the scent off of what they were actually doing at S4 and Area 51. Bro, I didn't even, like, I didn't I even know that. Like, <laughs> that was definitely, like, I wasn't even thinking about it. So, um, so I did a, a college, um, like, a thesis project in college on um, MK Ultra. Dope. And the monarch experiments. And I was like thinking about it, I was like, it's really not that hard to convince a person to like fuck someone's brain like super bad mm-hmm. and then convince them that all of these things are like things. And yeah. the way that he talks about something sometimes, like just based on like the, the interviews that have been talked about, is like he gets like really fuzzy about things. And it's like, oh, I, I don't remember. Like, he doesn't remember the year that he graduated from MIT, which I feel like is, like, probably, like, a pretty important moment in your life. Right. Like, you yeah. would remember that? And it's like, he doesn't remember it. So, like, what if the government, like, totally <laughs> brainwashed him and, like, made it so that... Because, like, there's a bunch of different shit. Like, for example, um, Area 51, there was an EPA soil sample right. done. And now every single year... Every president that has been in office since Bill Clinton has to sign an executive order keeping the release of that test from the public every year. (laughs) Like, boy, I'm pretty bad. (laughs) It's gonna be pretty bad. It's not looking good there, bud. No. And, like, some people think, like, maybe it's, like, you know... Alien juice. Dude, <laughs> it's clearly why. alien juice. Yes, obviously. <laughs> um, but a lot of more people are definitely, like, more concerned with the fact that they're, like, you know, fucking, like, everything that I cited, like, as factual from the MK Ultra experiments were things that I found on the CIA.gov website. Dope. Um, the whole thing behind MK MKUltra, um, 
and like it was all brain control experiment like mind control experiments uh, but there's a lot of really other nefarious shit tied into it the cia was not good people i mean they could be now i'm just gonna throw that out there <laughs> they could be um but at least back in the day during these experiments like the cia was not good people like they were experimenting on like U.S. citizens, they were doing really terrible things, right? Um, and it's all documented. It's the reason for the first um, Senate hearing on intelligence because they had to like be like, well, we have to sit you down and tell you that what you're doing is fucked up and you can't do it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and then they still did that. <laughs> like they did a whole of course bunch they of did. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So like it's really not that far off to believe that maybe the United States government is like experimenting on its own citizens and right. like doing really fucked up shit in the desert, especially so, during that time. Yeah, and so planting a man to completely distract with this huge fanatical blah blah blah. Yeah, like totally makes sense. Yeah, to me, anyways. Anyways, that was my theory. I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt. <laughs> it's great. There, it's great. But... Um, yeah, that shit's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, because it's so easy to convince someone. We've all yeah. seen punked with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I frequently wonder if Ashton Kutcher is hiding behind me all the time. So I am scared for my car constantly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I definitely believe that the government has the capability to do that. A lot of other people also believe... Um, because he's got, like, this is a man who, like, strapped rockets onto a bicycle and, like, you know obviously has, you know, some sort of knowledge yeah, in terms dumb. of propulsion system. In he fact, ain't dumb. In fact, he's very smart. Yeah, he is. Um, he's very he articulate, seems, too, and he's just, yeah. yeah. very intelligent. Um, <clears throat> so there's people that believe... He's a best-selling author. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. There's people that think that maybe he lied about his degrees, because you can totally do that. You can apply for a job and say that you have a degree in whatever yeah, the fuck. Yeah, for sure. Especially back then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And... Nobody's going to check that. No. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe the United States government's going to check that. Right. right. <laughs> um, but maybe he lied to, like, get into, like, you know, certain situations. And then if this was true um, and he was working at S4, like, the government hired him because they were like, this guy like, doesn't have any family, doesn't have any record of him going to these places. Like, we could use this guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, yeah, dude. It's fucking wild. Yeah. Wow. Super wild. Yeah. Um, one of the last things I want to throw out about discrediting Bob Lazar is the element 115 he mentions is probably different than the element 115 on the periodic table because the descriptions of both are different. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, who's to say? <laughs> That's just, I'm just going to constantly Not the United States government. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Definitely yeah. Not um, there was also another Area 51 whistleblower that came forward in 97, claiming that he witnessed an alien interrogation and even had a low-res photo to go along with it. Hmm. I bring this up because I'm totally adding that photo to... Oh, is it creepy? I haven't seen it. It's just ridiculous. I'll show you in a minute. Okay. Um, I don't believe it. Okay, that makes sense. So. <laughs> I, I don't believe <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to believe <laughs> yeah. um, But you can make that call for yourself. Right. <laughs> um, so jumping back into some other theories, um, conspiracy theories that are surrounding Area 51, um, was that 
the theories uh, about reverse engineering crafts um, that led people down this rabbit hole of saying, well, they got to store these somewhere. So this place has to have underground secret tunnels yeah. um, with like secret sites and warehouses full of alien tech and yeah. maybe even alien. Yeah. Some extending <laughs> into California. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. Maybe even better. <laughs> yeah. Bad. <laughs> um, these people um, believe that, this is where alien autopsies happen too. So calling back to the Roswell alien autopsy. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's where most of the alien association with Area 51 comes from is the yeah. fact that they were like both during the same time. Yeah, for sure. And then things were being spotted you yeah. know, in the Nevada desert. Yeah, it all goes hand in hand. Right. Um, and there's been multiple videos that have come out claiming to be taken at Area 51. Um but none of them have really gained any traction, and I kind of want to watch them because I assume that it's just a low-budget sci-fi film. <laughs> right. I mean, even Bob Lazar used to take people out to, like, be like, oh, look, there's fucking lights. I told you. Well, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But also, Air Force bases have lights, so. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we live right next to an Air Force yeah. base, and there's shit going there's on there all the There's weird shit all the time. time. Yeah. yeah. It's cool, I guess. <laughs> Um, there are also theories of weather control that are happening at Area 51. Right. Um, these range from, like, cloud seeding, which they, like, take chemicals up into a plane and drop them into the clouds to make them rain. Mm -hmm. And they also, um, have theories that they are producing hurricanes and storms so they can direct them at alien countries. Enemy countries. Enemy. Alien countries. <laughs> yeah. They're creating Mars storms. Yeah, dude. Send this hurricane directly to Mars. It's, it's like just... that Super Mario 3, you know, where he like whisks to another world. They just tornado. fucking beam it off into yes. a craft. <laughs> really loud because it has to get to another planet. That would be so awesome. So the cool thing about this, though, too, is like in like the 70s, um, the UN like banned weather warfare. So, like, yeah, maybe it's not true, but, like, what if it is? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they wouldn't go through that much effort if they didn't know that, like, technology was being developed. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm really just saying. <laughs> That'd be so fucking weird. Yeah. I wish, though, because, like, maybe that would also be, like, very helpful to, like, be able to... Yeah, all the droughts. <laughs> right, exactly. Maybe we could, like, you know, correct some of this, like, yeah, crazy you know, shit that's going on. All the countries that are dying because they don't could, have water. You know, make it worse. <laughs> you know? Who knows? Worse or better. Yeah. <laughs> um, another famous conspiracy theory about Area 51, um, the people that still believe, somehow, that the moon landing was faked... Oh, the moon um, landing was fake. <laughs> they think it was filmed in Area 51 because yeah. they're, like... You know, Stanley Kubrick was executed and replaced by a clone after that happened. Right? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So cloning technology is a go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's one of the things being developed in Area 51. Shit. You, you know, I would know because I'm actually a scientist. Yes, yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so, turns out if you say things, they're true. <laughs> we will be putting this on the internet. <laughs> um, so, Okay. I'm about to talk about my favorite conspiracy theory about Area 51. I'm super excited. Fucking buckle up. Okay. Or don't. Your choice. Right. <laughs> True. So, um, 
There is a theory that actual aliens are living and working alongside humans. Um, maybe they're in charge. Maybe they're just bros. Right. Homies, dude. <laughs> yeah. And, um... A Lamau. <laughs> these people and aliens are trying to create human-alien hybrids. And they think that if they create these hybrids that they're going to have special mental and psychic capabilities, but they will look mostly human. So they can Sounds like a fucking synth. Blend in. <laughs> <laughs> um, or maybe these human-alien hybrids are there to harvest organs for the aliens <laughs> because organ harvesting is very important you guys right every alien that i've talked to has told me about the terrible you know depreciation of the amount of organs within the system every year they lose more and more organs yeah for transplants <laughs> you know it's, it's fucking shame yeah. it's, i mean you think our transplant list is bad you should see an alien you should see list. aliens <laughs> <laughs> um so there's this guy phil schneider um that worked for the government. He actually did work for the government. Right. Um, but he started dropping these conspiracy bombs in the 90s. Um, and he has a whole fucking laundry list of just weird shit. And I'll tell you some of the best ones. Okay. <laughs> he claims that the U.S. government signed an agreement with the aliens in the 50s, granting them the right to experiment on humans and cows right, in exchange for technology. But apparently, the aliens started swiping more humans than they agreed on, and that's why there's this whole alien-human tension going on. Um, I mean, Bob Lazar did say that there was an information exchange. Right. However, Bob Lazar's interview came first. So, right. maybe he saw the interview? Right. And that's that's a lot of things, like... People are kind of, you know, back and forth about this because, like, people can can be convinced of things yeah. so easily. So easily. Like, if you input information, like, if you do, like, before and after interviews and you, like, give someone information, like, even yeah. small tidbits, like, mm-hmm. they, you know, someone who's trained in these ways, <laughs> <laughs> you know, can probably easily convince somebody that they, like, saw For something. Sure. Or, like, oh, that's so weird. Like, you know, you've never thought about that? And then, yeah. like, people start... Yeah, the they human get mind fucking is a false fucking, memories, man. Yeah, it's a crazy fucking thing. Yeah. Um, so on top of that, he says that him and a few other workers um, in Area Fifty One accidentally stumbled upon one of the aliens' secret little bunkers, um, and that a fight broke out, and he had to kill two of them before they destroyed his left hand with a pulse attack. Ah, man. <laughs> so Bob Lazar also said in his interview that there was a fight right. between the humans and the aliens. Right. But Bob Lazar said that everybody died, so... I don't know. Everybody died. <laughs> everybody everybody died. died. Um, and Phil Schneider is missing several fingers from his left hand. Right. Oh my god. I mean, he worked Woo! for the government, so... <laughs> It's a possibility. So, I mean, the, so there's obviously, like, there's ufologists that, like, work for the government. Right. Um, there was also, with Area 51, 
um, among the ufologist community, um, there was something that was called uh, Project MJ-12, or yeah. the Majestic oh, fuck 12, yeah. which was... The um, men in black, essentially. Yeah, no, essentially, like, that was, like, literally... Oh, my God. Is that where that... Yeah. Yes. That's oh where the men in black come from. Oh, my God, I didn't know. <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, God! I, actually, I love that fucking movie. I was born on it the other day. Um, but essentially, this was something that was formed in... Or supposedly something that was formed in 1947 by President Truman um, as a way to, like look at alien investigation and, like, trying to recover stuff. And um, so what happened is in the 80s, there was circulation of these documents that were, like, a memo about, like, from Truman about, like, the things that were supposed to be happening. It was, like, this collection of people that were, like, very powerful world leaders, like, rich people, politicians, and it's, like, essentially they claimed... (laughs) A a couple different things about MJ-12 in general, but also that it was, like, you know, like, a note of, like, the New World Order kind of, like, thing or whatever. Um, But then there was, like, multiple ufologists that came out and were like, actually, that's, like, (laughs) those are bullshit. Like, the documents are all faked. And then there was someone that said that they found, there was a government employee that found documents within government documents. Like, very (laughs) similar to what happened with MKUltra, which is the dude that was running the CIA stashed it in tax files just in case he needed to, like, revisit the project after Smart. shit died down from Watergate. <laughs> and then they found it, because tax documents were right. Watergate. He's debris from the... You know, it's a whole thing. Yeah, full circle. Right. Um, so a lot of people are just, like, disinfo agents, disinfoing disinfo agents all the way <laughs> down. Like, yeah. yeah. So. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Yeah, it's great. Um, one of the last things that Phil Schneider said, um, was that the aliens are planning to take over the world and they want to kill between, uh, five sixths and seven eighths of all humans in the world by 2029. Aliens did coronavirus 2K20. You heard it here first. Hashtag. (laughs) Um, he says there's at least nine races of aliens that regard humans as food, and he thinks that's why there's so many missing children and people, um, that the FBI can't find is because they're being held captive by these aliens and being literally eaten. I thought they liked cows. Can't we just enjoy a good steak with our alien brethren? No, dude, it's all about that baby back rib. (laughs) Literally babies. Literally babies. Uh, so yeah, uh, this guy died, um... A stroke officially, but there's rumors saying that he was murdered, <laughs> and that all of his evidence was taken. <laughs> um, but I couldn't really find any evidence of that. So, right, and that's Phil Schneider. <laughs> there you go. Or went out for the homie. Yeah, Schneider. yeah. So if you remember from, was it last episode or the episode before that we talked about Nazi weird shit? Ah, the episode before. Okay, it was the so first episode. this is a callback to Nazi weird shit in aliens. <laughs> <laughs> um, so another weird theory that uh, came out of Area Fifty One. Um, this theory was originally um, suggested in the book Area Fifty One: An Uncensored History of America's Top Secret Military Base. <laughs> That's a title. And a half. <laughs> yeah. Um, it claimed by an anonymous source, 
um, that there, he was an engineer at the base and he indicated that the base was actually a Nazi concentration camp and that there were deformed children that kind of looked like aliens that they were being sent into aircraft and flying all over New Mexico and that they would land and like come out looking like aliens and they were supposed to, I can't even get through. They were, <laughs> they were supposed to scare people to cause panic so that America's radar system would be overwhelmed with UFO sightings. <laughs> That's not how any of this works. <laughs> Um, but like, where, where's the evidence? Right. Yeah. That was one thing that I did see is that Stalin and Hitler specifically were sending like Joseph Mengele's, you know, mangled children, yeah. alien hybrids into the United States. Right. To free just people. to fly around, you know? Yeah. Just, just fly around in weather balloons. <laughs> it's terrifying. I mean, I guess <laughs> if that is something that they were trying to, I mean, yeah, that is terrifying. Yeah. That would suck and be shitty. <laughs> I would be, I would be scared. I probably wouldn't help that child because I'd uh, be like, you're fucking freaky. Yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that that's real. No. Um, even a little bit. Uh, nice try, but, (laughs) um, but yeah, that's pretty much all of my favorite theories, conspiracy theories surrounding Area 51. Yeah. It kind of all just loops back. I feel, okay, I'm going to say this probably every episode, but I just keep really, I just keep getting disappointed. (laughs) Because it's like, I was like full on, and okay, I just want to preface this with, I personally have had UFO experiences. Right. Which we'll we'll talk talk about about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, I know people that have Do you want to get down on this? Yeah, dude. Yeah, don't top me off. Oh, there you go. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, marshmallows. (laughs) Do you want some of this? I can... Oh, no. I'll spoon it over <laughs> No, I'm fine. Okay, sorry. You guys don't know what's um, going on. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I... I I want to believe. I want to... Yeah, I want to believe. Like, a full-on, like, I have, like... I have the Voyager tattoo on my arm. Like, I'm fully into space shit. Like, yeah, space shit's I, dope. I love space shit, and I love alien shit, and the idea that there's probably, you know... But what has happened <laughs> in this podcast... What keeps fucking happening? Is it just, like, it's just a display that maybe the United States government is not to be trusted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, I mean, if you didn't know already... <laughs> also, say hi to the FBI. <laughs> How's it going? Hey. Um, you're working very hard and you deserve recognition. You're doing great. Yeah, good job. I don't know why you're doing it, but... Go you. You keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, just to cover our bases. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so like all of the stuff that is like, oh, big conspiracy theories, like these are stuff that I grew up with, like with my dad watching like, you know, the History Channel. Right. <laughs> right. Um, Which is so weird. Right. <laughs> so like I definitely like always like thought, you know. But the thing is, like, everything that we've covered is, like, pretty easily explainable, and there's not really any kind of, like, defendable evidence yeah. that would prove, you know, not necessarily with, even within the shadow of a doubt, but would prove, like, any kind of existence. Just, like, of, an like, inkling. Craft. Like, I mean, there's things that are, like, oh, you know, and, like, the Bob Lazar thing, I feel like <clears throat> it depends on who you ask, and 
he seems like a very convincing person. He seems like a very honest, genuine person mm-hmm. in his interviews. He obviously believes what he's saying. Right. He definitely obviously believes what he's saying. But I think that it's much more probable for the United States government to find a guy that's like kind of smart and like kind of knows what he's talking about and has an interest in a subject and also has worked for the United States government already. And then punk him. And like literally just like you know, and then, like, disperse him into the community to, like, right. you know, do shit than it is for the United States government, as capable as they, as they are, of going to MIT and going to Caltech and, like, erasing all history of a person and then also convincing somehow right. all of the professors and students that would have been in his class to forget him. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, because I don't think any of his professors or classmates have ever come forward and been, like, no, yeah, he was there. Went, yeah, totally went, yeah, I went to that guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking Bob, dude. Yeah, Bob, Fucking old Robbie fucking Lazar. Robbie Lazar. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just do that at yeah. the same time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get out of my brain. Yeah, so do I think the, ca- the government is capable of horrible things? Absolutely. Do I think that, you know, maybe things are just disappointing and, like, you know, America's a lot more involved in espionage with other countries than it cares to admit? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Area 51 in general has something called a black budget and is, like, a black project, which means that they're... Redacted. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) But their budget is infinite, (laughs) and they can spend as much money on whatever they want, and because it's, you know, national secrets, they don't have to tell anybody what that money's going to. First off. Secondly, you know, they denied its existence until people started, you know, until dying. Until recent times. Yeah, and, yeah. So it's like, I really think that it probably has more to do with the fact that the government is just terrible people. Yeah. <laughs> There's aliens. And I think that maybe a lot of the alien business around Area 51, like we were talking with Bob Lazar, is a distraction to keep people from actually trying to, like, look into, for example, like, what's in those fucking soil samples. Right. And is it gonna fucking, you know, kill the entirety of humanity? Right. Yeah. Uh, do you think I'm blowing my chances at working at Area 51 by doing this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know? Because I, I am I'm... a geologist, and I have done many a soil sample. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should airdrop ourselves into and take soil sample. Oh my public. god, I know how to do it, you guys. Be killed instantly. Actually, really easy. Guns. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we would die. Yeah, there would there would be lots of death. I'm never. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to go to Area 51. But there was a bunch of people that did. Yeah. Beep 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 boo Last year. Last year. Yeah. So there was um, an Area 51 quote unquote raid. Um, this started as an internet joke um, from a Facebook event created by Maddie Roberts. Um, and he just like created this whole thing that was like they can't. They can't That's shoot all of us. Yeah, I remember. So I was part of that Facebook group. Dude, me too. And there was, like, people that were, like, military strategists or, like, oh you know, God. worked in, like, the Army or, like, the Marine Corps and were like, if we do it like this, yeah. like, you form a horseshoe on one end and a blockade on the other. Yeah. Like, Everybody charge. It was fucking fun, you know? And, yeah, like, it was a fun It brought us all together for a couple of days. Which and is important cool. in these trying times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was September 20th, uh, 2019, and over 3 million people marked that they were either interested or going to the event. Um, if you have Facebook, that makes sense to you. If you don't, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and it, um, it caused so much 
excitement. Like, so many people were like, yeah, fuck yeah, we're doing fuck this. Fuck the government. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> um, that the government had to be like, please don't. <laughs> we're gonna shoot guns at you. Yeah. Please don't storm Area 51. You will die. You it will, will be bad for you. It'll be really bad. Um, but people did show up. Not three million people. Only, like, 1,500 people. Yeah. Um, and they did, there were, like, two music festivals that popped up in nearby towns um, that people went to, yeah. and it was fun. Yeah, and there nobody were, got shot by Nobody the got shot, and um, people supported the local economy, which was pretty cool. Yeah, and... yeah, they're, like, they're little towns, you know, so it's, like, a big thing. Yeah, yeah it was really cool. My So two of my friends that I work with at Kirkwood during the wintertime um, actually went to it and said like yeah it was pretty much like a music festival the news was there everybody was making jokes we were all wearing that guy that hats. guy did the Naruto <laughs> yeah, <he> <laughs> um yeah everybody was wearing tinfoil hats and alien glasses and it was just you know like a fun a silly fun thing. thing i hope it keeps happening because yeah i think they were talking about like just making it into a music festival alien stock or whatever yeah yeah aliens <laughs> <laughs> would be great yeah <laughs> if they weren't eating babies right right mm-hmm. you so may get abducted and your butt may be touched somebody might touch your butt yeah we don't know if it's a buddy uh maybe you want your butt to be touched possibility they should open up a brothel an alien brothel that just does anal probing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> that gives a whole new you know meaning to little alien <laughs> inside of your butthole <laughs> dude that'd be so dope they just like craft dildos they probably already do that look like alien fingers. oh yeah have you seen the fucking bad dragons or whatever like they probably definitely have bad dragons Oh no, I'm not gonna. We'll get into it later. Wait, is that the one where you lay the eggs? Well, there's that one, and okay. then they, I think it might be the same company. I don't know. It's just like a company that makes like dragon. Dildos. We should do a whole mini series on weird sex toys. <laughs> yes, sex technology, sex cool. tech. You know, like sex you know, tech. Porn on the internet was like a whole Pinky thing. Sex tech would be fun. Fucking sound off in the comments. This is my porn dance. It's just doing the SpongeBob dance. Oh, cool. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so that's um, Area 51, another disappointing, somewhat, episode full of conspiracies. That are kind of centered on another conspiracy that, you know, it's all, it's just turtles all the way down. Turtles? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a saying, because like, the world is like balancing on turtles. It's just turtles all the way down. Okay. It's, like a, okay. it's an old saying. It's an old saying. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> the United States government all the way down. <laughs> it's more accurate. Honestly, it makes more sense. The government goes all the way to the top and all the way to the bottom. Yeah, up and down. They're it's the like whole column. They're the whole column. That's just who it is. I'm pretty sure they're just in, t- in charge of the entire world and nobody like really knows. Like, I mean. things like NWO, it's probably like... Maybe that is what they're doing at Area 51. Just fucking controlling the whole world. Maybe. I don't know. Well, <laughs> probably never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I hope that we do, though. I hope that I live to see that happen. Yeah, that would be dope. You know what I mean? I hope there's, like, some catastrophic weather event <laughs> that happens there. <laughs> and then 
We will know. All of these documents are just swept into the air. Aliens just emerge from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> just like little flowers. Little, little yeah. puppies. <laughs> There's like an earthquake and then it like rips apart Area 51 and then all the aliens crawl out and they're like, we're free. Yay. <laughs> We've been down here for like a hundred years. Because <laughs> they're earlier than the government even was experimenting on it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. You know, whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next episode... We're going to talk, we're going to talk about, Jesus, there's ah. just dog hair everywhere. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Leveland. The whole Leveland thing. Leveland, Texas. I'm assuming that it's going to go pretty similarly to all of these because it's around the same time. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to get into, like, actual sighting stuff, though. Yeah, once we get through Leveland, then we're going to move into more present-day stuff, and we'll talk about pop culture aliens, and we'll talk about alien abduction stories. Yeah. So that'll be funner. <laughs> yeah, that'll be a lot more fun, because we're talking to people that like, these are their experiences. Yeah. We'll try not to d- discredit everything. Yeah, we won't shit on <laughs> <laughs> Right, I don't want to shit on anyone's anal probing experience. <laughs> Uh, weird string of words to put together. I apologize. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, like we've mentioned, our last episode, our format is always the fan episode. So if you have an alien probing story, (laughs) or a UFO sighting story... alien has touched your butt. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) We want to hear about it. We'll keep you anonymous if you wish to be anonied. Um, you can DM us. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple different forums. Uh, we've got Twitter and Instagram. That'll be at Bite Size Podcast. You can also message us, uh, if you'd like to, with our email, which is bitesizedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, we have a Patreon going. We just got pins! Oh, yeah, pins! <laughs> yes, if you'd like a cool bite-sized pin, and also to support our show and, like, us being able to create content, definitely check that out. It'll be patreon.com slash bite-sized. Also, if you subscribe to us on Patreon, you can also message us <laughs> on Patreon yeah. about we, your fun alien experience. Yeah, and we do have multiple tiers um, set up, so even if you just want to contribute a dollar, which would be super helpful. Like, super sick. Yeah, that's uh, that's totally an option. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Think about it. Huh. Anyways. Yeah. Um, what have you been playing? Well... The we are gonna have a nibble soda about this. Speaking of Patreon, <laughs> on Patreon you get extra content, and we call them nibble sodas. Yeah, not quite bite size. It's a little bit smaller than a bite. It's a nibble. <laughs> nom 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 nom. Um, so yeah, one of the things we do for the nibble sodas is we talk about video games. Um, and the Steam Developer Weekend just happened, and also the Steam Summer Sale is currently happening at time of recording yeah um so i played some of those and um if you want to find out more you can subscribe to our patreon account yeah um outside of those i haven't played anything oh my god oh my god i haven't even picked up animal crossing in weeks yeah, I haven't touched Animal Crossing in a really long time. I felt bad. It's because I, I logged on missing... for the first time. All my villagers were like, oh my god, we Bitch, thought you were dead. <laughs> I did see that there's an update and you can swim now. <gasps> Fucking sick. Oh, yeah. 
Um, so, I haven't even gotten to terraforming yet. I'm so oh shit! <laughs> I recently did, and um, some of my friends are like, and ob- obviously, people that aren't my friends, just because <laughs> I don't know them, um, are really good at it. Right. And yeah, no, it's my friend Shane, um, he is so good at it that he got like interviewed by someone, and he has a whole like little forty minute video of giving a tour of his amazing Animal Crossing island. Yeah, it's insane. Insane, and I I've been to his island before because we're friends, um, and it was amazing then. And then he like totally revamped it and did this whole fucking interview thing. And I watched it and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ! I have like a path with some trees around. Right, I've like tried to like strategically (laughs) plant my trees in certain places. Here's the thing: is I know that if I just get to it, then I can just redo my entire fucking island, (laughs) which is nice. But apparently, it's like really expensive and stuff. I don't know. It sucks. Well, it doesn't suck. I like it. But, um, <laughs> well, actually, it's like really great. But. So, my thing that I have found out is if I remember to start Animal Crossing or play Animal Crossing on Sunday mornings before noon so I can buy turnips, right. I will play all week long because I want to make the mun muns from the turnips. <laughs> the mun muns from the turnips. <laughs> However, I keep right. forgetting about it Sunday mornings and then I just don't play all week. Right. Um, but I, I really need to because like three weeks ago I moved my nook shop, um, to a new location and I haven't even logged in to see how, how it looks over there. So, whatever. And I like, I finally have like the nice plaza. So like I have been like going in there and like my friends in the Grand Tetons are all like, oh yeah, I have Animal Crossing, like, oh, play with me. And I'm like, yeah. And then I don't. Like, I don't know, work's, like, exhausting, so I come home and I'm like, I'm gonna have some beers and then probably, like, go to bed, you know? Yeah. Um, we did play Mario Kart recently, though, and I oh, just damn. fucking kicked the Switch? shit out of everyone. Yeah. Nice. Like I do. I'm really good at Mario Kart, actually. You should play Noah. Yeah, Noah probably beat my fucking... He's beat, insane about stuff. Yeah. I don't know, I got to, like... So, over, like, the winter time, I was, like, hanging out with some friends, um, and they were, like, talking, like, mad shit about, like, you know, being really good at Mario Kart at this party, and then after we were, like, you know, kind of sick of, like, being at a party, they were like, oh, like, you have a Switch, I have a Switch, like, let's all just go back, we can combine controls, play Mario Kart, and I was like, okay, (laughs) okay, (laughs) so we go back, um, to my friend's house, and we're all, like, you know, set up and playing Mario Kart, and it's, like, a bunch of... None of them are, like, assholes. None of them are, like, really misogynist. But, you know, like, it's kind of something that's, like, ingrained in their culture. Right. The men's culture. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so we start playing, and I just, like, whoop ass the entire time. Like, it got to the point where they're, like, you're gonna, like, it's because you're using a special set. And so I, like, let them pick my setup. Oh, my God. And I kept, be- and I was, like, I was at the point where I was, like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, this isn't fun for I'm anyone. I'm sorry that you like, suck. I'm literally so sorry. Like, nobody's having fun anymore. Everybody's just really irritated. I'm, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know what to do. That's how I was with um, the Street Fighter Two machine at the Barcade. Yeah. I went there all the time because several of my roommates work there. Yeah. Um, and there was one night in particular that I was, like, playing and just, like, destroying and then i had a literal line of people waiting to queue to play it was only like three people but (laughs) but yeah and i still like i destroyed all of them but once i saw people were like okay i got next game it made me so uncomfortable (laughs) like i'm gonna fucking 
die. <laughs> right. You just gotta challenge that fuck you energy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna destroy your butthole. <laughs> Um, I probably couldn't now because it's been like a year since I played Street Fighter. Yeah. yeah. But at the time, you know, it's all practice. I was just doing it all the time because I was bored. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a vibe. I remember when uh, Soul Calibur 7, no. It was either 6 or 7. I remember when it came out and um, it was also Mortal Kombat 9. That were out at, like, the same time, and I was dating this guy who, like, that's what they did all the time, and his roommate, Ben, was just, like, super, super, like, shitty, move spammy, um, and just, like, pissed me off so much, and so, like, after everybody, like, would go to bed, I would continue playing on, like, the PlayStation and just got really fucking good at Mortal Kombat, and I just, like, and then, like, Ben woke up, and the next day I just, like, demolished him. I was like, this is what you get, And, um, I've, like, kind of gotten, like, more into fighting games now, and I've, like, noticed that it's, like, you know, like, even if someone's, like, move-spanning it, like, there's always ways to get out of it. It's just you have to, like, you know, be more creative. And yeah. That's... You just have to be better. Yeah. <laughs> just get good, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, in short, play video games all the time. Yeah, do it. <laughs> don't, don't work. I don't give a word. Fuck a, fuck a job. Fuck a job. This is literally just play video games all the time. You're really good. Uh, stream on Twitch, you know? Yeah. All of the stuff and things. That's it. That's all you have to do. And well, this is how we win. We're winning. We're not. We're not. I'm losing hard. <laughs> Anyways, once again, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, thank you so much to our Patreon contributors. We've got Beert and Justin J and Daniel J. Thank you so much for helping us do what we do. If anybody else is interested in supporting a show, our show, once again, it's patreon.com slash bitesizepodcast. Um, we'll be posting pictures from this episode on our Instagram, which is at bitesizepodcast. You can also follow us on Twitter for updates about um, when we've posted episodes, things like that. Um, also to message us about your fun alien stories. Um, or you can email us at bitesizedpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.